Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Your host is Amrita Kailas, and she is going to introduce you to powerful tools from ancient wisdom and also connect with experts to show you how to implement them to lead a peaceful life. Now, here is Amrita. Namaste, everyone. Welcome to the Peace Bridge Podcast on Voice America. I hope you all are doing well and staying safe in whichever part of the world you are. I'm so happy to connect with you all again today since our last episode. Since the beginning of mankind, one of the most common suffering in life is caused by pain. Have you gone through pain in your life? The word pain usually brings into us feelings of discomfort that moves us away from happiness. Pain is often considered as a symptom of an underlying problem. Most often, we take proactive actions to deal with our physical pain. However, when it comes to our emotional or mental pain, we do not pay much attention to it unless it bothers us deeply. We usually avoid or ignore or even suppress mental or emotional pain, believing that would protect us from events, people, jobs, and more. As our brain stores memories from past events, it can also retain memories of our pain. The pain stored in each cell within our body gets triggered when similar events occur in our life. This takes us to places of self-doubt, shame, anger, guilt, regret, resentment and more, leaving us again in a place of pain. When we do not manage our mental pain properly, it leads to various chronic mental and physical health issues. This later impacts our identity, self-esteem, relationships and even more preventing us from being able to live an authentic life with freedom and self-expression. Today, we are going to discuss On the Path to Pain Recovery with Aruna Ramamurthy. Aruna is a certified yoga trainer, breath coach, sound healer, and a massage therapist. Welcome to the Peace Bridge podcast, Aruna Ramamurthy. Thank you so much. We would love to hear your story. Please share a little bit about how you became this awesome person that you are today. Thank you. Um, We are all awesome individuals, Uh, in my opinion, you know, at the base of it, we are all awesome. We we all have our unique gifts and uh, talents that the universe gives us. But the challenges we undergo in life, everybody perceives it a little differently. So the challenge we undergo The challenge I went through, coming out of it, 
I can choose to wallow and like, oh my goodness, this happened to me. And, you know, the person I trusted, the person I loved did this to me that is, you know, unrepairable and I'm going to feel pity for myself and I can choose to stay there and feel depressed and feel anxious and then bring everybody around me also into that. But, you know, will that help me? Maybe. But it is not going to help me in the long run. It's going to make me feel more depressed. And not only will it not help me or serve me in any way or form, it will not serve my family members, my friends, my community around me at all. You know, it's after a while, people will be like, okay, let's just stay off of her. You know, she, all she does is complain. Uh, so I chose to not wallow in my own pain and, and, you know, feeling sorry for myself and feeling as a victim. Um, I chose to not do that. And instead I chose to, okay, this is what we have right now. This is the challenge, <clears throat> you know, this is the pain I went through and um, let's handle that. How do I bring myself up, build my confidence up and build myself up, literally ground up one brick at a time to build Aruna up and in that process, I, I gained my confidence, my strength, uh, everything, and <clears throat> built my business up one step at a time. And in turn, I am able to, I can see how I'm contributing to the community that I'm in. Give you a little bit of glimpse about what I went through. Again, you know, everybody's trauma is different and I am not in any way judging or undermining anybody else's uh, trauma as like, okay, mine was much higher traumatic than somebody else's, no way at all. Because I, that's who I am and that's what I chose to do. You know, when somebody comes and shares it with me, I, I keep an open mind and I actively listen. So I'll give you a little glimpse. Um, I was married it was an arranged marriage i was married to this individual for 18 years and i was a loyal wife and you know good parent in my opinion i was a great parent <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and from the get-go the relationship uh the person i was married to was very abusive physically mentally emotionally putting me down <clears throat> but in in when you, when i was in that situation in my mind i thought with my love with my unconditional love i will be able to change this person's attitude or perspective or um, actions and that was that was my thought process i was young uh, I was in my, I just graduated from college and then I got married <clears throat> and I chose to get into the arranged marriage. Um, 
So I don't feel bad or I don't have any regrets that, you know, my parents arranged it. Will I do that for my kids? No way. <laughs> I, I give them all kinds of freedom to choose the partner that they want. Uh, <clears throat> but so going, you know, being in that relationship, being mentally, emotionally, physically abusive, it was challenging. And within three, two and a half years of marriage, um, you know, there were, there were ideas of suicide mm. too for me. And me getting over that was a huge deal. Then, you know, initiated or instigated, instigated by this individual. I was in a fire incident where third degree burns, 45% of my body was burnt. And I literally lost my identity, right? So I was hospitalized for 27 days. And coming out of that, my confidence was way low. My self-esteem was way low. And the people who came to see me um, on their <clears throat> family side was asking me questions that questioned my self-esteem. And I was like, am I going to even have a relationship and continue in this relation at all? But then my parents were very supportive. <clears throat> And the healing journey was, <laughs> was an experience, I should say, because um, since I had third degree burns, the surgeons have to take the skin uh, from my lower legs and then graft it into the areas where I had the burns. So while they were doing that, um, in that, in that process, they have to shave the hair off in order to take the skin from my lower leg. So when I got out of the, when I was discharged from the hospital, the psychiatrist told me, here is the pain medicine. You can take the pain medicine while you're healing. I said, okay. And when I came home, my parents, my dad being a cardiologist and my mom was a homemaker. They both came to me and said, I don't, think it is a good idea to take the pain medicine. Remember my dad being a cardiologist, he, he recommended me. He's like, um, you know, if I were you, I would not take pain medicine. And thank God I listened because when you are that young, you know, you want to rebel. <clears throat> and I was mad at my dad multiple times. Now thinking about it, like, I don't know how patient he was with me. But um, yeah, I took their advice and did not take the pain medicine. It was not easy at all because during the morning times, my parents are taking care of me. My grandma is taking care of me. And then at night, when everything is quiet, your mind is still, your body, my body, is trying to heal. And I felt like thousand needles literally thousand needles pricking me at the same time. It was not, 
easy. <laughs> I completely relate to that. Uh, having not having gone through any fire uh, incident or anything, but uh, having gone through that experience of um, acute cervical spondylosis that I had uh, brought into my life with my own mental stress uh, from work. Um, which happened um, 12 years back, but I completely understand the pain that you're referring to where your entire body cannot just take it at that time, right? So what did you do at that time, uh, Aruna? I just paced the hallway. <clears throat> I literally paced the hallway because I chose to not take medicine, pain medicine, right? So I literally paced the hallway um, trying to center myself, ground myself, all these thought processes going on in my head, right? Um, should I take the pain medicine? You know, how do I literally be have sanity and not lose my mind and develop not only mental strength, but physical strength and keep yourself grounded, keep yourself centered and take your mind off the pain. There's so many things going on. <laughs> and there's so many things going on. And I would just pace the hall every night. And the next day, my mom would ask. I remember her asking me one day. She's like, I saw you pacing the hall because she's tired too. She's taking care of me in the morning. And uh, she's like, why did you not? Why did you not wake me up? And I told my mom, I remember telling her, I said, mom, you, grandma, you know, dad, everybody's taking care of me in the morning. This is something that I have to endure. I have to go through. This pain cannot be taken by anybody. They cannot help me with that. This is something mental. This is something physical. This is something emotional. You know, it's, it is me experiencing it. Very true. So they can give me moral support. That's all they can do. And they are doing that anyway. And that's the maximum I can ask of them. And so I said, this is something I have to go through. And I appreciate you saying that, but I didn't want to bother you, uh, you know, making you get up. And even if you get up, you can only give me moral support. And I cannot bother them with that because I know how much they are giving me already as moral support. So I told them that and they understood. And again, you know, it was because they are my family members. They are going through this indirectly with me. Seeing what, what I'm going through, you know, they are giving me support as much as I can, as they can. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would just pace the hall and, uh, and then going through the journey. I'm like, okay, I can only pace the hall so much, but what can I do to to alleviate that tension that is in the mind and that I'm physically feeling, what can I do next step? <laughs> One step at a time, right? And it, it cannot be just mental, physical, and emotional all at the same time. I'm going through that, but I have to address that issue one step at a time. So I thought, okay, you know, how can I calm my mind for right now? just to take the edge off and then let's address, you know, once the mind is taken care and, and the emotionally I have to be strong and then let's address the physical. Yeah. 
thank you so yeah. much for sharing that uh, transformation. Uh, it is definitely uh, sounding like not so easy for anyone to go through. It's not an uh, easy journey. I I would just um, call it a brave journey because it is amazingly brave and the courage that you took to come back with more power and today talk with all of us it is a blessing for all of us to be able to hear you and um, understand from your transformational journey thank you so much aruna for sharing that for the listeners and also um, having seen some of my clients experience similar journey where they have to um, take courageous steps in their life, but they have their past trauma that is pulling them back mentally and physically. I would like to know from you as to what can you share in terms of motivating them to rise above that pain? We all, our basic human needs uh, is to be acknowledged, seen, and heard, right? And appreciated when needed. And um, I want to thank you, first of all, for acknowledging uh, what I went through and uh, understanding uh, what I went through and hearing and giving me an opportunity to talk to your listeners. Um, my intention and from, from my experience, what I learned is um, whatever I learned, I want to convey that message to people out there so they will feel they, so they can they can literally hear me <laughs> and and know that they are not alone whatever kind of trauma that they have gone through that they are not alone um, and they have the tools within them they have it they might have to dig deep but they have it Every one of us have that within us, that inner wisdom. Um, sometimes we, we know our challenges that we go through, it makes us tap into that. Okay, what is that that is within Aruna, that is within Amrita, that is within these other people? And we all have a unique gift. We all have those unique talents. We just have to figure that out and, uh, and know that you are not alone people have gone through. It might be a different experience, <clears throat> but having that inner wisdom, tapping into that and trusting in yourself more than anybody, trusting in yourself. You have got that grit. You have got it in you. Believing in yourself will raise the confidence. And just go with it. Hmm. 
just take that first step. It is very intimidating. It is very intimidating. It is not easy at all. But know in your heart, deep within your heart, you got it. And there are people out there. You just have to take that first step and believe in yourself. I got this. And once you take that first step, trust me, the universe will give you the tools and surround you with the people you need. And it will propel you forward. Absolutely. Just have to believe in yourself. Take that first step. Have the confidence. And no matter how much you think, it's like, oh, this is silly. Oh, I don't think, you know, people might think this is silly. People might not uh, believe in me. Doesn't matter if people believe in you or not. It does not matter. As long as you believe in yourself. And even if you have one other person, you know, whether it is your family member, whether it is your friend or, you know, confidant, whoever it is, your mentor or Whoever it is, sometimes you might not be able to convince anybody. Sometimes you might not be able to, you're lucky if you're able to convince or, you know, have a support system, great. You know, if you have one or two or more, great. What if you don't have, you know, there are people out there who do not have that support system, who do not even have that one other person who believes in whatever you believe in. Does not matter. As long as you believe in it, even if it is like a tiny step, okay, I'm going to do this, take the step. I believe in it. I It might be a, just a spark, just an idea. Trust in it. If you do not trust in your idea and process, nobody will trust. Really? So it's, it's important. And if that, that those words believe in yourself, take that step, no matter how small it is. And the world will believe in you. Yeah, very much. Slowly. 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 Yeah, emphasizing on slowly moving your attention, shift it towards you. From Aruna's story, there were multiple challenges, physical and mental challenges that were preventing her from progressing in her life. But she did not stop there. She went back and looked into herself, believed in herself, took the smallest steps that she could, even while going through that pain. Right, Aruna, even while going through that pain, uplifting yourself, giving yourself that self-love and self-care in order to become the true person who you are, worthy to live this life as much as anybody else in this world. Yeah, Aruna, thank you so much for emphasizing that believing in yourself is so important, which a lot of people lack as they get into relationships and as they start believing someone else's identity, right? And then finally getting into places where they don't know what to do and they're helpless, they're stuck. They badly want to come out of it, but they don't know. They don't know that they're suffering. They don't know that they're suffering also. There are people like that who don't even know that they're going through pain. They feel that's life. And they consider it as their fate. No, that's not your fate. You have the choice is what you said. You have the choice to change your story anytime at any age, right? Yeah. You can change the script. Exactly. You come first before anybody else. This might sound selfishness. It's not selfishness. It is 
enabling you to believe in yourself. Once you satisfy your needs, then you can satisfy others around you, right? Yes, because you have to fill yourself with 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 love. Yeah, with your cup, your your body is your container, right? Yeah. So fill your container with that self love. Yeah, however that might be, you know, self love. It might be. It might be. You know. Taking, getting a good sleep. It yeah. might be eating nutritious food. It might be just going for a walk. Yeah. It might be just sitting down and writing or journaling or whatever it is. Self love. Yeah. It is very important to yeah. express it that is authentic to yourself. Yeah. Not authentic to somebody else. Yeah. So, but everybody takes that step when when they feel it in their heart. whatever might be the trigger you know everybody has a threshold yep so that threshold only they know where the threshold is how long are you choosing to live in that inauthentic self right without self love you know because if you truly 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 love yourself you will not let yourself go through that because if you go through that you're affecting everybody around your close circle your close inner circle because everybody around is thinking oh okay you know this person is going through this and this person is tolerating this abusive pattern so when something happens to me i have to tolerate that abusive pattern that's what i'm showing my fellow inner circle members whoever is in the inner circle so what does that tell that person okay i should not take care of myself i should not love myself because yeah you know. like your own children right like your own children who are watching yes. you modeling your behavior when they grow up right and uh, this is out to all the single moms out there i'm specifically calling them out because i believe they are the most courageous women there standing on their own legs and being courageous enough to take the whole responsibility on their shoulders not just to protect themselves but their children also so huge salute to them and i am actually dedicating this episode specifically to all the single moms out there who have gone through this brave journey and are looking forward for support in terms of overcoming that pain that we are discussing about you are listening to amrita kailas on the peace bridge talk show on voice america we are going for a short break stay tuned and we'll be back in 2 minutes a peaceful life is something most people only ever dream of but can never achieve Using tools from ancient wisdom can help you achieve that peace. Listen to The Peace Bridge Talk Show on the Voice America Influencers Channel to learn what those tools are and how to implement them. The Peace Bridge Talk Show, hosted by Amrita Kailas, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific. You are listening to the Peace Bridge Talk Show with Amrita Kailas. Have a question for Amrita or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5795. 
That's 866-472-5795. Now back to the show with Amrita. Welcome back, everyone, to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. Let's resume our show. So, Aruna, in terms of the pain, we have the emotional pain, the physical pain, right? Where do you bring the ancient wisdom-based tools in your practice to help people overcome emotional pain in alignment with physical pain? When you feel physical pain, <clears throat> the, the pain that is internal, when you keep suppressing, whether it is emotional or whether it is mental, whatever it is, the pain that you feel internal, first you feel it and then you might be like, oh, it's okay, you know, I'm just over-exaggerating it. You suppress it. Okay. And then it comes up again and then you suppress it. It comes up again. You just mask it with something else. When you do not address, like whatever the feelings are, it is very, very, very important to address those feelings. Whatever feelings that arises, why am I feeling this? Be in that space. Give yourself enough safe space. Be in that space. Okay, I'm feeling sad. Why am I feeling this? I am feeling aggravated. Why am I feeling it? Addressing those feelings is important because when you suppress those feelings, it's going to manifest in the physical body. So when that came to my rescue, when I felt those feelings, uh, obviously there is a plethora of feelings that came. Uh, when those feelings came, I sought out to music that is calming, soothing, grounding. So I am not feeling anxious. I am not feeling flighty. I am not feeling like, who can I pounce on to get my agitation out? Some people want to put on a music and sit there, just sit there. That is a form of meditation. Some people want to put on music and read. Some people put, want to put on a music and journal. And uh, some people want to tune into their inside music, in, inward, right? That's great too. If you can do that, great. Sometimes we need some music from outside before you can tune into your inside. So <clears throat> that's what I did. And um, fortunately, you know, I got some tools where uh, I connected definitely with the nature. And uh, they say when you are by the ocean, you, you find more peace and serenity because you feel like you're in your mom's belly, you know, um, inside your mom's womb, uh, where you are floating in the amniotic fluid. So that's how they say you connect with, you know, when you're by the ocean, plus the negative ions that the ocean waves, you know, when you're there in the ocean, by the ocean, the negative ions that helps you as well to calm now, down. So yes, I use those <clears throat> nature tools to stabilize my mental state at that time. 
and that helped me calm down my emotional state because when you are in that state of like anxiousness or or aggravation or or sadness or depression or whatever it is you need something to ground you to center you for me that was the music beautiful i resonate yeah. with you because music elevates your mind from wherever you are to a higher plane right and i am a big fan of music i love music i sing i play my instrument i understand the um amount of transition that music can bring within you to shift your mood right to shift yes. it to a place where you can then slowly transition yes. into whatever activity that you want so yes. you are actually taking you from whatever inert state you are slowly or progressively through music by training your mind and then once your mind is in that place of positivity then you use that positivity forward throughout your day right it's important because um when you are in that mental state you know if people say you got the saruna and i'm like okay i i don't see the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> so the music helps me feel grounded and then i'm like okay now i am in a space where i feel safe and i can take the first step yeah that you know it it does it does give you light at the end of the tunnel it gave, yeah. gave me light at the end of the tunnel yeah. helps me feel grounded and centered so i can think at least you know when you are when i was in that anxious or depressive or sad or aggravated state i could not think of taking a step so <clears throat> when i grounded myself with the music then i'm able to like okay yes now i got it now what step do i take i can think at least to take the next step exactly. thank you for then, that part which is important where uh, it is first important to acknowledge that you yes. are going through this feeling of sorrow or feeling of um fear or guilt or whatever feeling you're experiencing yes. pay attention to it and then use the power of music to shift it right that's what helped you to ground and then later become uh the person who is now ready to take the next step forward yeah yes without any judgment yeah not i would not suggest you know you to judge yourself like okay i'm not like amrita or i'm not like this other person yeah. do not judge yourself yeah. give yourself that safe space again right self love come from a space of love and unconditional love for yourself no judgment allowed in that zone and yeah. then you take the next step to so what that's what i did i used the music once i grounded myself able to think the next step i need to take i literally <laughs> used um moves from yoga mm that helped me because the energy that is trapped in all the different energy centers in the body it you know it could be like you said you know it could be guilt or it could be shame because i was ashamed i'm like oh my goodness you know <clears throat> i felt disfigured 
Mm. I would not even look in the mirror. Um, I was I was really blessed. I am not I was I am blessed uh, because people who go through the third degree burns and forty five percent of the body being burned, there could be so many other ways I could have been disfigured. And by <clears throat> by universe's grace, you know, I am alive. And I'm able to share this experience with you all. So when they showed me the mirror, I would not even look in the mirror because I thought I was disfigured. I thought, like I said, you know, my self-esteem was down. My confidence was down. I did not want to look in the mirror. And then finally I had the courage to look in the mirror and I felt ashamed. I felt guilty. Why did I stay? Then I convinced myself, I still did not love myself, you know, enough. You know, I was still wallowing. Yes, I came out, but it takes multiple steps, right? It was like a, it was like a frog to give you a, <laughs> a perspective of it. It's like a frog um, or a dragonfly. Uh, I want to say dragonfly. Dragonfly represents change. So dragonfly stuck in a in the bottom of the well, right? And <clears throat> I heard the story somewhere and I could resonate to it. And the dragonfly flies. You are listening. It, finally, it flies out. Yeah. And that's a beautiful uh, uh, story that you shared, which is like going up, coming down, going up, yes. coming down. Yeah. Trying all its best to get yes. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, you you should not give up. You know, it, it will happen. I, the the only reason, um, you know, the people will say, okay, you failed. No, you did not fail. Unless you choose to give up and stay in the rut, then you failed. You know, once, what, two step up, one step down, you still climbed. Three step up, one step down, you still climbed. Okay, even when you climb two steps, you you come back two steps, you still attempted. You have to congratulate yourself for the attempt, for the effort you put in to climb. So I would not tell anybody to, to put themselves down because they climbed up and they came back down. No way. You still gave in the effort. So when you give up totally and like, okay, you know what? This is going to be my new norm. I'm going to stay here. Then, yes, you failed. So I I climbed up. Okay, I'm like, okay, now that I found the music, let me take the first step. So yes, I went through the guilt. I went through the shame. I didn't have the confidence. And then, <clears throat> then I was not feeling the love because I was not loving myself, you know? And then... And then I was not expressing from my throat chakra. I was not ex- expressing in however, however I need to express, whether through my voice, whether through my dance, whether uh, through my actions, whether through my words that, you know, that I joined. I was not expressing in so many ways. So there are so many ways to express. And I thank the universe for giving me this opportunity to express to the people who are listening, do not confine yourself to you have to express only in certain ways. You can express however you want. The way you dress, it's a form of expression. You know, the way you have your hair, the way 
whatever form of expression it is. Okay. So then, yes, I was not expressing the way I should be. And then I was not following my own intuition. I was not following my own gut instincts that was telling me, you know, and I was, um, I was believing in people who said they are going to, they are going to support me. And I was not following my gut instincts. Yeah. And, but I was spiritually connected to the universe. That was like, okay, Aruna, you know, you got this, you got this. You have to have something to hold on to. That music was my spiritual connection. I hear you. So that is a very important point that you said. You can do certain things by yourself, by giving you the self-love and all that. But there is definitely that higher power which is holding you there. So give some time of your day to connect with that higher power. This is not to leave your home and give up everything. This is for you. This is for you because... Once you align your energy towards that higher power, you are deriving it to yourself. And then when you start functioning in your day using that higher power, you will see magic happen around you. Right. That is what you're trying to say here, Aruna, which is like, I believed in that spirituality because that was my strength. That was my strength, whether it's music, whether it's dance, whether it's writing, whatever passion connects your heart to that higher power, that is your strength. Follow that strength and use it in a way where you grow stronger, right? Yes. Yeah. The spiritual connection is my anchor. Yeah. That was my anchor. Like I, I am the ship, I am the container, but that was my anchor. that I need to anchor onto, it can be, you know, we are not talking about religion, faith, nothing, whatever it is, your faith, your, whatever it is, you're spiritually connected to, you know, can be universe, whatever it is that your higher power is, anchor onto that. Yep. To stay centered. That was, I was anchoring to. And then I was able to move. And when I made certain moves, you know, in my body with the poses, with the yoga poses, I can tell <laughs> it is like the trauma is literally like leaving my body, you know, just, just sitting flat down. And if you are not able to sit down uh, flat on the floor, like crisscross, um, you know, uh, then you can sit in the chair, wherever you are, have your feet planted on the ground. So you are connected to the earth. You're grounded, you know, and, and then just flapping your thighs, it's actually helping you because you're connected to the earth. It is connected to your first chakra, your base chakra, and it, 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 creates, it creates vibration to your first chakra, your base chakra in the body, um, and you are able to feel the trauma because you're feeling the body now. You're feeling your your um, uh, edge of the spine, right? <laughs> Connected Let's to the earth. Right there, are you talking about the um, uh, posture, which is called the butterfly uh, posture? Yes. Referring to that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If people are not able to do, you know, flat, 
uh, sitting flat on the floor and crisscross with their legs, you know, Indian style, um, that's okay. They can still sit on the chair and just tapping because your feet are grounded on the floor, just tapping the, the legs because you are activating your thighs, your thighs are moving and that is going to have send the vibration to the base chakra. It is still effective. Yeah. It's a place to start. So there is no excuse. It's a place to start, which is very simple and uh, it doesn't create a lot of pain or anything in your body. You can uh, do it for the duration where you're comfortable with. And people yes. who have any other health issues, they might have to consult their doctor or yes. physician before they yes. attempt this exercise. Thanks for sharing that simple practice that you can do while even working you can sit and do this nobody is yes. going to notice this to just yes. ground yourself beautiful very beautiful yes. ground yourself and uh, work from your base chakra right i love that work from yes. your base chakra right yes yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> when you are doing it focus on your breath hmm. because when you are focusing on your breath your breath tells a lot when we are when we are you know anxious we take shallow breaths we are breathing from the chest so when you are breathing deeply wherever you feel tightness in the body whether whether it is in your arms or legs or back or wherever it is when you take a deep breath and then exhale so inhale for the count of 4 and exhale for the count of 4 as you breathe in and breathe out, you will be able to feel where the tightness is. Be conscientious, be present in the moment, be mindful of where you feel the tightness and let the breath go in. You have all the tools within you, right? So let the breath go into those areas as you tap your feet on the ground or keeping your feet on the ground, just moving your legs up and down you are sending that vibration. So just focus on your breath as you're doing it. It's being in tune with yourself, being mindful of yourself. And your breath alone can help you Absolutely. so much. Absolutely. This one simple exercise itself, when done with um, mindfulness or when focusing on your breath while doing it, itself can bring profound effects is what you're saying here right aruna yes intention yeah. right it's all about our intention yeah yeah if i am thinking like oh my god okay this is happening i don't know what to do my intention is about focused on the pain okay what can i do with this situation how can i help myself if i truly love myself i should be able to take care of myself right so let's take that first step and doing that, I felt like, you know, the the tightness was literally leaving my body. It's a great feeling. <laughs> it is a great feeling to feel that tightness leaving and you're able to breathe and feel that space within you. Yeah. That you're not like tight and constrained and feel like you're stuck. Oh, my goodness. It is a beautiful expression it's a beautiful experience to feel like you're free yeah no you don't need anybody to make you feel that yeah you know you have all that in you all you have to do is take that step believe in yourself do that simple movement that's what i i felt like oh 
okay, this is getting somewhere, you know, at least it was, it, you know, I could feel that vibration spreading throughout my body and feeling like there is, there is hope. Yeah, yeah. So what you're suggesting is taking those small steps, like beginning from the place of getting yourself grounded. For you, what worked was music. Getting yourself grounded was the first step that you took. Then you slowly moved towards moving. And that is where you said like using yoga here with the simple practice of sitting crisscross and then uh, flapping your uh, thighs up and down, right? Focusing on your breath, focusing on your breath. So that way, what you're doing, your hand and your legs are also flapping up and down. You're focusing on your breath uh, with the count of uh, four is what you said while you're doing that then you're bringing yourself to the present moment at the same time your entire body and your mind is expanding to a place where it can then connect through meditation right through meditation or towards that higher power in the best way is that right Aruna yes yes yeah so that way you're preparing your mind and body to a suitable place that is now ready to focus because without a focused mind you cannot meditate it is impossible to meditate or even carry out your daily chores right you cannot do anything so leave it spirituality just to be a fully functional human being uh, it is required to focus so the all these ancient wisdom practices were developed to enable you to help both your mind and body to move towards a place where it can work in alignment, just like Aruna said, work in alignment so that you can connect to that higher power, derive the same power, realize it within you, and then make your day or your life beautiful as much as you can. Yes. Definitely, because your your body and mind has to be synchronized. Yes, or uh, or uh, aggravated feeling, or hate for that matter. Um, then we are vibrating at a low frequency of like thirty or sixty hertz, or even sometimes negative. So when we raise the vibration to at least like one hundred hertz or ideally it would be like 600 hertz, then you feel different. Think about it. You know, when you are like, when I when I think of, you know, like being upset with somebody or being aggravated, my muscles feel tight, right? I am like, it, it does not feel good at all. So when I release that and I feel love for somebody, you know, I feel free that nobody is restricting me. I feel spacious. I feel different. That means my in, I am increasing my frequency in which I'm vibrating to a higher level. So when I'm doing that, obviously it is conducive for our body to heal. We cannot expect our body to heal and do whatever movement we want to do when we are aggravated, when we are anxious, when we are sad. So let us make that space inside our body conducive to heal so we can move and grow and take the next step to impact the community. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Uh, Improving your own frequency so that it can actually perform at its fullest level. 
and yes. you are capable of doing it whatever you have gone through in the past is done and finished that those chapters are closed if yep. you can just focus on your present and use your mind and body in the proper way just like aruna shared like, there are multiple methods of doing this whatever you can do for yourself is within this time possible through these simple techniques and um, aruna i would love to hear from you what are the three pieces of advice or tips that you would give our listeners before we disconnect trust in yourself by believing in yourself trust in the universe's process everything happens for a reason and the challenges do not define you your past does not define you enjoy the moment be in the present moment and acknowledge your feelings by being present in the moment acknowledge your feelings and take the next step confidently awesome believe in yourself believe that everything is working for you with the help of the universe and then acknowledge your feelings right and um, get out of your past and live in the present moment live in the present moment beautiful aruna thank you so much for joining in this episode and sharing your wisdom with all the listeners it was amazing to connect with you today thank you so much for having me it's a pleasure and i hope your listeners are able to benefit from you know whatever i shared i just spoke from the heart and i appreciate your opportunity for me my pleasure absolutely aruna aruna ramamurthy is a sound healing therapist yoga instructor and medical massage therapist who enjoys serving vibrantly optimistic heart centered conscious individuals with online services and in person classes to help them embody their true self and feel empowered you can reach aruna through her email yogawitharuna@gmail.com and on instagram at aruna_ramamurthy i hope you all found this episode valuable and enjoyable please share your feedback or questions by emailing me at samsarga.ca@gmail.com to receive free resources you can subscribe to my email newsletter at bit.ly/risewithsamsarga I would also invite you to join my Facebook community Samsarga-Emotional Support if you'd like to participate in upcoming events towards becoming an unshakable woman. For any other information, please visit my website at www.samsarga.ca. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. I deeply value your time and support. I look forward to sharing yet another powerful episode with all of you to help you discover peace in your life. Join me on December 28th to listen to the next episode. Until then, take care, stay safe and remain peaceful. Sending you all lots of love and light, Amrita.
Thanks for tuning in to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Tune in again next week to continue your journey to leading a peaceful life. Until then, have a peaceful week.